Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TV Show Podcast. My name is TV, and on this show, I share stories as a divorced father to two brilliant young ladies. I share my journey in learning to become a better man, a better human, and a better dad for them. I touch on subjects of personal development, manhood, communication, culture, and many, many others. I also interview other badass individuals who are doing some amazing things in the world. I love to hear others share their stories of survival, growth, and development. So, on to today's episode. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's reading of one of my latest Atomic Essays, as well as the context story around this particular essay. So stay tuned for that afterwards. But for now, let's go ahead and get into the actual essay. Let's begin. Today's essay is titled, Daddy Issues. I became acutely aware of what the term daddy issues meant as I started dating after my divorce. I had a ton of them. This fact is apparent to anyone who has read my writing for any length of time. The women that I dated had their daddy issues as well. I learned just how important a father plays in their children's lives for both sons and daughters. I find it fascinating that when we hear the term daddy issues, we immediately assume that we're talking about women. When in fact, the daddy issues cast a long shadow over both women and men. I had strong connections with the women who had healthy relationships with their fathers. The women spoke highly of them and always had beautiful stories to share about their daddies. Interestingly, I resemble their fathers in some way. It was weird. Years before I had read somewhere that it was not uncommon for us to find partners that mirror our parents in some way. This started to look accurate as I continued to stumble my way through the dating world. Then it hit me. I needed to get my shit together. I have two daughters who are looking at me and creating their own little stories and beliefs in real time. I had to tackle my daddy issues for my benefit and well-being, but also for them. They were going to find partners who mirrored them in some way. This realization was both disturbing and empowering, so I put my head down and started doing the painful work of improving myself from the inside out. Despite the resentment that I had for my father, I had to make amends. Fast forward to today. My oldest daughter has a boyfriend. Not a week goes by that my big girl doesn't say, that's what he says too. Or, OMG, X does the same thing all the time. Disturbing, I tell you. That's the reading for this one. This one was um, a very interesting one because I've been divorced for almost 15 years and I've had a couple of long-term relationships and, and I've learned some things, not only in the long-term relationships, but as well as the, the dating that led to those, in, those individual relationships. And yes, the women had daddy issues, but like I said in my piece, I have my issues too. I have my daddy issues. I write about, I find, I've realized that I write about my father a lot um, because inevitably our fathers do cast this long shadow over our relationships, over our identity, how we see the world, uh, regardless of if you're a male or a female, right? Regardless of your gender. It is just a reality. But I would go as far as to say that we have mommy issues. For some reason, daddy issues is the term that got coined and applies specifically to women. And I find that to be unfortunate and just, it's, it's, uh, it's a little insulting because uh, moms leave us with issues too. Come on, let's be realistic. Uh, plenty of men and women, plenty of sons and daughters can speak to that. 
But for some reason, we, we uh, stigmatize women and stigmatize daddies for giving and having issues, right? We all have our issues. We all have to be careful about that. And for me as a father and for fathers out there, you have to start taking care of your shit. You do, because if you truly love them as you say you do, as we say we do, parents as fathers, we have to stay, take ownership for the trauma that we have. We have to start stepping up and say, hey, the crap that I was given, unbeknownst to our fathers and our mothers, we have to deal with it because our children deserve a better version of that. It doesn't have to be the same way. We have to stop that crap and that cycle. And I find myself, in, and like at the end of the day, everything comes down to just taking care of your shit. If you want to be a better father, take care of your shit. Go to therapy, read personal development books, start working on yourself little by little. Start today and in 10 years, you're a whole different person and your children can appreciate you and you can be a better parent. It is that simple. That's the, if you dilute all personal development information and content and even therapy is start doing work, start acknowledging your, your own insecurities, your own traumas, your own for the for your your best interest but ultimately for everyone around you especially your children especially when you when you have a role as a father if you are a better person you will be a better father because you know you are a better person you become a better father i mean like the math is simple right um it's it's that easy for me i read a book years ago uh called the way of the superior man um it's a book that i really simple and it, it actually applies to women as well. At the end of the day, it doesn't even really matter, but it was angled towards men, of course. Um, one, of the, like one of the first chapters, and they're really short one-page chapters, he says, live as if your father were dead. Now that's pretty extreme, right? Um, and that kind of hit me in the face when I read this. This is probably, I probably had this for 15 years, since like right around my divorce, it's put 13 years. Um, how would you have lived your life differently if you had never tried to please your father? If you never tried to show your father that you were worthy, if you never felt burdened by your father's critical eye. So basically he says, imagine if he already passed away. If he had passed away and you had fallen under his shadow and never been able to live up to his expectations, because that was true for me. That was probably one of the biggest burdens on my life for the longest until I started to live as if he was already dead. It's like, I never felt like I was enough. I never made him proud. I never made him feel, I, I just never heard it. Now. We're older, we recognize, I recognize that he just didn't know how to communicate that, but I felt like now I know that he was actually been proud of me, but just didn't know how to say it. Um, but if we imagine as if our fathers have already passed away, um, or maybe they are, but when, maybe they are actually passed away. But if, if you imagine as if they've already passed away, then you're no longer living in their shadows, maybe. Also no men and women who have parents who have actually passed away, but the, even from their grave, they're still trying to live up to these expectations and wondering if they were enough. We have to let go of that Like we have to start living for ourselves and not for them. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things that has allowed me to grow over the course of my life is I, I stopped caring about what my mother or father thought about me, especially my father. I didn't, I no longer cared whether he approved or didn't approve because the reality was he didn't understand what I was doing in my life. He didn't understand this American culture. My father's an, a Mexican immigrant. We're, I'm a Mexican myself, but he comes from a different world, a different time. So trying to explain to him or have him understand what it is I'm trying to accomplish in my life, it would have been, um, it's foolish. So 
I stopped doing that. When I stopped doing that, I started to be live my own life on my own terms, and then also started to do, become a better human being, and then ultimately become a better parent. Because when this started to happen was when um, after my divorce, and I started to try to drop all that crap that did not no longer mattered, and much of that was my own father's shadow, and I can't help but feel that um, that metaphor out there, him just overshadowing my life and what he thought and if he was proud of me. Once I removed that as an actual uh, metric that I was measuring up to, then life got a little easier almost immediately. Um, so I have my daddy issues, right? <laughs> to get back to the point of this piece, I have my daddy issues and everyone does. We need to stop stigmatizing women and recognize that we have them, we all have them and we need to do better, all right? Um, that was the context behind the video. Um, and it had two pieces, two elements to it. One was obviously acknowledging that women, men and women have them. And also acknowledging that we all need to start working on ourselves for ourselves to take care of those daddy issues and well, mommy issues as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching today's video. I really appreciate you. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment. Let me know what you think. What are your thoughts? Um, and what, what has been your experience as you've been dating and out there in the, in the real world and, and as you find yourself trying to improve? How has your father uh, cast his shadow? And maybe you were lucky, because I know, I know some people that had fantastic fathers, much like I spoke about earlier. Um, what was your father like? Uh, I would love to hear your story. Thank you, have a fantastic day, and until next time, bye-bye.